Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we will learn Daf Pei Aleph Amud Aleph, and we'll begin on Daf Pei Amud Beis, where the Gemara quotes the Mishnah of Nitma Tumas Hatahaim. The Mishnah that we learned yesterday ended with a Chiddush Dekahalacha that when we learned the Mishnah, we said that we would explain more at length today. We learned a distinction in the Mishnah between if the animal becomes Tame when one is bringing a carbon, or if the person bringing the carbon becomes Tame. If the animal becomes Tame and the carbon is brought, so then we say that the tzitz, the headband of the Kayin Gadol, has the power to be Meratzeh, that it atones, it appeases for that for that uh, chisarin, for that uh, problem that the carbon was tameh, and it's considered that the carbon was brought. For example, if somebody brings a carbon Pesach and it turns out that the carbon was tameh, he does not have to bring a carbon Pesach again on Pesach Sheni, which is the time for the replacement carbon Pesachs. However, all of that is only if the carbon itself becomes tameh. If the person bringing the carbon becomes tame, then it does not help that the tzitz is meratzah and the person would have to bring another carbon pesach comes pesach sheni. The tzitz does not help to make the carbon pesach accepted, appeased, atoned after the carbon is brought. The Mishnah ends with the following tremendous chiddush. The Mishnah says that there is a type of tumah called Tumas HaTahoyim. Tumas HaTahoyim is a Tumah where it's discovered afterwards that the person became Tameh in a manner that was unforeseen beforehand. In a manner where one couldn't have known before, suddenly it becomes apparent afterwards that the person was Tameh. This is called Tumas HaTahoyim because the mushal that the, that's, that's brought is a case where somebody found out that under where he was standing or sitting in the ground underneath was buried a mace that he had no idea about. And in that case of Thomas Atahaim, where one was unaware and unable to be aware of the Tuma that became Nisgala, that became revealed in the end, there is a Halacha Lemoshe Misinai. A halacha l'Moshe Misinai, which means a direct tradition from Moshe Rabbeinu, that in such a case the tzitz is meratza, the tzitz does appease. Even though in an ordinary situation, only when the carbon is impure is the tzitz meratza, but in the case of Tumas HaTahoyim, this surprise Tumah that presents itself afterwards, the tzitz is meratza even for the person who's bringing the carbon. And with that introduction, we can begin the Gemara. The Gemara says as follows, Boi Rami Bar Choma. Rami Bar Choma asked of Shiloh, Koyhein hameratze bekarbenoi sehen. The Koyhein, who's bringing the carbon, who's appeasing with the, with the carbon, he's the one who's, who's charged with bringing the carbon to fruition, to bringing the carbon, so the question is, Do we say about the kohen that's bringing the carbon that tumas hatahoim is 
Nisratze, that the tzitz ends up appeasing or atoning for the Tumas HaTahoyim when it happened to the Koyen that's bringing it, not the owner of the carbon, who's, who's the one who's really bringing the carbon. In other words, every carbon has a bailam, an owner who's bringing the carbon, and a Koyen that's actually facilitating the bringing of the carbon. So the halacha until now was discussing the bailam. If the owner of the carbon was Tomei, betumas hatahoim, we say that the tzitz is meratze. Rami Bar wanted to know, would the tzitz be meratze for Tomas hatahoim when the one who became Tomei was not the bailam of the carbon, but rather he was the koyen. Mi amrinon do we say, ki gemiri Tomas hatahoim bebailam. When did we learn the halacha l'moysha misinai of Tomas hatahoim? That's when we're dealing with the one bringing the carbon, the owners. B'koyen lo gemiri. The koyen that's bringing the carbon over there, we do not have this tradition of this halacha l'moysha misinai. Oidilma, or perhaps, b'zivcha gemiri. The tradition of the halacha l'moysha misinai was said by Karbanois. It doesn't make a difference if it's the Kayin. And it doesn't make a difference if it's the owner. The human beings that are involved in bringing the carbon, this is the din. So the Gemara wants to try to prove one way or the other regarding this Shaila. Omar Rava Rava said, Toshma, let's bring a Raya. Detoni Rabchia, because Rabchia learned the following din. He, Rebchia was Mechadesh. Rebchia gets up in Beis Medrash and he announces, Loi Omru Tumas Hatehoim Elo Lemeis Bilvad. They only said this heter. The only, Chazal only taught us this heter of Tumas Hatehoim, that when the nature of the Tumas is Tumas Hatehoim, we say that the tzitz is meratza only when the tumma in question, the type of impurity in question, is tumas meis, is an impurity that comes from exposure to a dead body, to a mace. Now, let's analyze this, logically and clearly. If Reb Chia came up to us to tell us a chidush, that this that we were taught, that tumas hatahoim, the tzitz is meratza, that's only by Tomas Misa. So that indicates that there is a way to understand how Tomas HaTahoy may work by other types of Tomas. If there was no way to plug in the heter of Tumas HaTahoyim to other types of Tumas, so then you would not need Reb to come along and tell us that Tumas HaTahoyim is only by Tomas Misa. From the fact that Reb told us that it's only by Tomas Meis, that seems to indicate that there would have been some plausible way that Tomas HaTahoyim could be relieved with the, with the tzitz being Meratza um, by other Tumas. So let's try to examine how, in theory, we could have had Tomas HaTahoyim coming off by other Tumas. Let's see how this works. Mace, you said the case of mace, limute mai, to exclude which case? Lav limute, isn't it to exclude Tomas hatahoim de Sheretz? So then you might, maybe you're coming to exclude. It would seem that what you're coming to exclude 
is Tomas Hatahaim Desheret, meaning that a person discovered after he brought the carbon that somehow he had touched a sheret which had been concealed. Maybe uh, he had put his hand in the ground and touched the sheret and didn't realize. And and uh, and the, and the, the then we would have said without Rav Chia's limud we would have said that the halacha l'mayshem Sinai says that the tzitz is meratza on that. Okay. Now, how would you have a case of Tumasata Haim Desheretz? What, what is the case here? If you're talking about the owners of the carbon. So what's the case? Ubiman And who? Ibn Nazir. If you're talking about Nazir, Mimahani Bey. Would this work by the Nazir? Would this Kalachal Meshvisine applied? We have an open Pasuk. Kiyomus Meis Olav Omar when the Pasuk is describing a Nazir, a Nazir who's someone who takes upon himself with a neder, with an oath, that he's going to be removed from any type of wine or from becoming impure. So if he becomes impure, so he has to start the cycle of his Nazirus over again. And the, the Pasuk, when it describes the Nazir becoming Tomei, says that the Nazir became Tomei suddenly. That it, Bepesa, suddenly, that he did not realize it, which sounds very much like Tomas HaTahayim. And you see that the Pasuk tells us explicitly that by the Nazir, who has to live with a much higher level of purity, it does not matter how he became Tamei, or if he became Tamei in the most surprising way that he discovered afterwards that he was Tamei, it would not work. The, the Tzitz is not Maratza in that case. As we see from the Pasuk, he almost mace Olav, if a mace died on him, meaning that there was, that there was a sudden death, Omar Achman of the Torah says. So rather, who must we be talking about if we were to assume that by Tumas Sheretz you could have a, a, a Tumas Hatahoim that, that becomes a mutter, through the fact that the tzitz is merat, that we must be talking about the carbon pesach, el pesach. Rather, it must be the one bringing the carbon pesach. Ha nicholamanda omar. This is good, according to the one who says ain shoichtim vizorikin altmei The manda omar who says it seems that there is a machloikis. So I think we had it earlier that there is a machloikis if if. If it is permitted to shech the carbon pesach and to be zayrek the, the dam to put the the blood on the mizbeach, while the person who owns the carbon pesach is tamei, because by the time the night time comes he could be tahar. So can we bring the carbon pesach while he is tamei? So now, according to the manda omer that says that you cannot, so then it makes sense that if you have tumas sheretz that came in a form of Tomas HaTahayim, that then will say that the tzitz is meratza and the carbon is good. However, But the one who holds that it is permitted to shech the animal and to be zayrik the dam for someone who's Tomei Sheretz, so hashta now, Tuma Yidua Hutraloi. A Tumah that was known at the time. It's just that it was an Oynes. That's, 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 that's Mutter. Hutralai. That's, that we're saying you could be, you could bring the carbon. 
So Tumas Hatahoim like culture gain. So Tumas Hatahoim, certainly you would be allowed to bring the carbon Pesach. So that can't be the case that we're saying that the that the that 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 Rebchi is coming to say that the tzitz is not meratza in that case because that that case would be mutter. So what was Rebchia coming to say that the tzitz is not meratza? Elolav bekoyin. It must be we're talking about if the koyin touched the sheretz. Oh, that if a koyin touched the sheretz, we don't say the regular din that if it's tumas hatahaim, meaning this surprising sort of tuma that we that the tzitz is meratza only for tumas meis. So what do you see from there? You see that the din of Tomas Meis would apply to the Kayin. That if it's a normal scenario of a suffix of Tomas Meis, then we will say even on the Kayin that, that the halacha is, that the tzitz is miratze. Elolav b'kayin ushmami no, and we see from here, hutroloi Tomas atahoim. We see that the Tomas atahoim becomes mutter for the koyen. So that resolves our Shiloh. Oh, my Rav Yosef, loy. Rav Yosef says, no, this does not. There are, there's an other, there are other ways of understanding what Rav Chia was talking about, and you do not have a raya to your question. Le'oilam bibailim. Really, I'll say that what Rav Chia was talking about, the owner of the Korban Pesach, Ube Pesach, and we're talking about a Korban Pesach. And so what type of Tumas HaTahoyim are we excluding when we say it, it only applies to Tumas Misa? Tumas <clears throat> It's here to exclude the Tumas HaTahoyim of a Zov. So Rashi explains that what this means is as follows. Tumas Ziva is a tumma that comes out of a person, and there are specific halachas to how this tumma works. If a person sees the mara, the, the, the tumma that comes out of him one day, so then he has to keep watch for the next day to um, make sure that it doesn't continue for a second day. If the Tomas Ziva happens not for one day, but for two days, if he sees this stuff that comes out of him, if he sees it on the second day, so then the, then he becomes Tomei for seven days. He has to have Sev Shiva Nikiyim, he has to count seven clean days in order to be able to become Tahar, and he will not become Tahar until he can go seven days without seeing the Ziva that was the source of his Tumma. Now, think about this. If it becomes day seven, so on day seven, it's the seventh clean day, he wants to bring a carbon, so he may bring a carbon. And then, if he becomes Tomei later that day, his whole Shivanakiyam fell apart, and Lamafreya, he was still Tomei, and it comes out that the carbon that he brought on the seventh day is Tomei. Now, Rashi points out that the Gemara here is only discussing a Zav that saw his Re'ia twice, because if a Zav saw for three days, 
then he cannot bring a carbon on his seventh day because he can't bring a carbon until he brings the carbon which is a kapara for the Tomas Ziva. When someone only sees for two days, so then while there is Shiva Nakiyam, there are seven days, but there is no carbon in the end. So then when it gets to the seventh day that he knows that by nightfall he'll be Tahar, he would be able to bring the carbon Pesach. But what happens if it turns out that he's Tame later on? What if he brings the carbon at one o'clock in the afternoon and at two o'clock he becomes Tame? So that's like Tumas HaTahayim that he couldn't possibly have known that the Tuma would return and mess up his Shivanakim. And that's a case of Tumas HaTahayim that you might have thought that the Tzitz is Meratza on and came along Rabchia and said, no, the Tzitz is only Meratza for Tumas Mace and not so that's what that's what Rabbi Yosef says. Rabbi Yosef We're talking about the owners. Ube Pesach, and we're talking about the carbon Pesach. And we're excluding the Tomas Hatahoim of of Azov, and that's the case that we said that it applies all this that. The tzitz is meratza is only by Tomas Misa and not by Tomas Ziva. Frek di Gemara, the Gemara asks, Tomas tahoim de Ziva loy meratza? Do you mean to tell me that if somebody is a Zav, that the Tomas HaTahoim, we don't say that the tzitz is meratza? Vehotanya, but we have a brayso. Rabbi Yoisi, oime, Rabbi Yoisi says, Shoimeres yoim keneged yoim Sheshochtu vizorku oleho Besheni shalo Beacharkach roaso Here's what happens. Just like a man is able to become Tomei, Tomas Ziva and be called a Zav, so too a woman has a Toma that also comes out from her body. It's similar to her Tomas Nida, but it's just at a different time of the month. And if that Tumah comes out of her body, she becomes a Zava. However, the halacha is that in order for her to become a full-fledged Zava, what we call a Zava Gedoyla, she would need to see her dam Ziva. She needs to see the blood of her Ziva, of her, of her Zavas, she would need to see it for three days consecutively. Once she sees it for three days, so then she has to also wait for Shiva Nikiyim until she can become Tahira. So the Gemara says that if, a, if, if the first day that she sees, she has to wait to make sure that she's not going to see again on the second day. Now if on the second day she didn't see... The day's not over yet, it's the middle of the day, but she didn't see yet. So somebody brought a carpet on her behalf, and then it turned out that she saw. Somebody brought a carbon Pesach, and then it turned out that she saw. Let's see this. So she, she's a Shemeres Yoim Keneged Yoim. She's... She's um, she's waiting on the second day to make sure that she doesn't see again. Sheshachtu v'zorku aleho, and they brought a they shechted a carbon pesach on her behalf. B'sheni shelo on her second day. Ve'achar kach roaso, and then she saw 
she does not eat from that carbon pesach because she has to wait to uh, now to, to for a third day to make sure that she's not tamea. But uptura milaso is pesach sheni. She's exempt from bringing a pesach sheni. So why would she be exempt from bringing a pesach sheni if it turned out that she was tummy? So the Gemara says, my timer. What's the reason for this? Lav mishom de isn't it because the tzitz is meratzah? And we see from here that even by a zava, the tzitz is meratzah? Amri, so they explain, loy. No, it's not because the tzitz is meratzah. It's a different reason. Mishum de kosova, Rabbi Yaisi, because Rabbi Yaisi holds, Rabbi Yaisi, who's the Tana, who said this halacha about a zava. And Rabbi Yaisi holds, mikan ulehabohi mitamo. Rabbi Yaisi holds that she becomes Tomei from now and on. Meaning as follows. We explain that Azava saw on day one. And now she's waiting on day two to see if she sees again. If she does see again, Rabbi Yaisi holds that it's not the Pshat that we say retroactively that she was Tomei since yesterday, but rather we say that this next stage of her Tuma begins from now. So that means that this morning she was still Tahira. This morning she was Tahira. Yesterday she saw Adam. That was a one-day thing. And today she was Tahira. If she sees today again, so then she becomes Tmeya again for today. And then we wait to see what happens tomorrow. If she sees again tomorrow, then she'll be Tmeya. Then she has to wait until she has seven clean days, etc., as we, um, so that's what Rabbi Yaisi holds, because Sava Rabbi Yaisi, Mikan Ulahaba Himitama, the Tuma is only Mikan Ulahaba. Now, is that really Rabbi Yaisi's Shita? The Gemara asks, Vehotanya, but we learned in a Braisa, Rabbi Yaisi Oimer, Rabbi Yaisi says, Zav Balshtei Reiyos. If you have a Zav who saw two times, as we explained, once a zav, a male zav, sees two times, so he has to wait shiva nekiyam, he has to wait seven clean days. Now what did they do? Sheshachtu v'zorku alav bishvi They brought a carbon on his behalf on the seventh day of his shiva nekiyam. And little did he know, his shiva nekiyam was about to fall apart. Because he saw more Tumas Ziva and the end of the seventh day before it became dark. And then he saw. Or similarly, the Brisa continues, going to the female side of Ziva. The woman that's waiting, she's counting to make sure that she doesn't see on this second day. That they brought a carbon on her behalf on her second day and then it fell apart again. And then she saw. They become Tomei Lemafreya. Mishkav and Moishav is the severity of the Tuma of Ziva that what they sit on. Um, also becomes becomes Tame. But the the point is that they become Tame retroactively. 
Upturim milatso is Pesach Sheni, and yet they're potter from bringing a Pesach Sheni. So you see that Rabbi Yaisi does not hold that it's Mikanu Lahaba. Rabbi Yaisi does not hold that when someone becomes Tomei on, when a woman becomes Tomei on the second day, or if a man becomes Tomei on the last day of his Shivanakiyim, that we say that the Tumah that ensues is Mikanu Lahaba is from here, is from now and on, but rather the whole thing falls apart retroactively, and, uh, and you Tomei straight from, from day one. So how could you say by the Zava that Rabbi Yossi holds Mikanu Lahabahi Mitama'a? Amri, so they explain my Lemafreya Midirabanon. Why what what um what do we mean? Lemafreya we mean Odin Dirabanon that of course Midairaisa Minhatoira biblically speaking the Tumma is only from the time that she becomes Tame on day two, even if it was five o'clock in the afternoon, so she becomes Tame at five o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and the morning, she's not considered Tomei. But the Chachamim were Mesake, that she should be considered Tomei from the afternoon. Ve'af Reb Oishia Sovar, and even Rabbi Oishia held that mitame lemafreya midirabonon. We find that Rabbi Oishia also held that you become Tomei retroactively midirabonon. So the fact that we can find another shita that holds that way adds credence to our suggestion that when Rabbi Oishia said that you're Tomei lemafreya retroactively, that that was only a takonas chachamim. Detanya, as it says in Ebraisa, Rab Oishia Oimer, Rab Oishia said, Avol Zov Shero'o Bishvi'i Shaloi, a Zov that saw on his seventh day, Soiser Es Shalafonov. It takes apart all the days before, it ruins every, the entire Shivanakim. Now, the Omale Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said to Rab Oishia, Lo Yister Eloyimai. Why should it ruin the whole Shivanakim? It should just ruin today. Now the Gemara asks on that, Rabbi Yechanan, what do you mean by that? However you want to go, we, we have an issue. If you hold that when the Zav sees on his seventh day, that it retroactively shows that he was continuously Tomei from the beginning, so then his whole seven clean days should be gone. It should all come apart. If he holds that it only becomes Tomei from the time he becomes Tomei, so even the day that he's on should not fall apart because we have a din that some of the day becomes like the whole day. So it really means that in, in, in a sense he went through Shivanakim and the fact that he's seeing in the end of the seventh day, that's a new Cheshbin. But that's not, that doesn't take apart what he did until now. Elo so rather, what Rabbi Yochanan meant was, Rabbi, um, lo yistar v'lo um, it, it, it should not take apart and not the day. In other words, the Rabbi Yochanan was saying that nothing should come apart. Rabbi Yochanan said, mitame l'mafreya, and Rabbi Yochanan said to Rabbi Yishia, nothing should come apart, not the days before and not today. Lo yistar, it shouldn't pull it apart, v'lo yoymoy, and not even the day that he sees. The Omar lay, and Rabbi Yishia said to him, Rabbi Yishia, 
Rabbi Yossi holds like you, meaning Rabbi Yossi holds that we don't that we say Mikanu Lahaba from now and on, and we don't say that the Tumah goes retroactively. And the Gemara clarifies, one second, Rabbi Yossi holds like that. We just quoted Rabbi Yossi as saying that you become impure retroactively. So it must be that we see from here, it must be we see from here that you become only as as Rabbi Yochanan wanted to say, Mikanu lahabahu nitma. He's Tomei from here and on. And we don't say that it goes retroactively. And this that Rabbi Yossi is quoted as saying, that you become Tomei retroactively, that is a dinder abonon, shma min. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.